Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Oh, wow. Well, today, uh, you join me in the wilds of Wales. Uh, at the time of recording this on my phone, out of necessity... I am, I don't know where I am. I literally don't know where I am. Such is the modern age of sat nav and Google Maps and you just do the thing and it tells you where to go. I'm somewhere in a Welsh valley. I don't know where. I have no idea where. And what I have no idea of either is where the internet is. There isn't any in the place I'm staying. There's no mobile phones. I've got a mobile internet device and I've got my mobile phone. And they're both like, nope, pretty sure we're on Venus, guys. I've just walked, I don't know, about a quarter of a mile down the road where they said that sometimes with a prevailing wind you can get a bit of signal. Um, But the wind is not prevailing today. It is pitch black. If I drop, I've got the torch on my phone. If I drop the phone... I mean, there's some light in the sky, but it is dark, and it is quiet, and a man could go mad. I've heard an owl. I don't really get the deal with that. I mean, not to be all, you know, observational comedian, but what's the deal with owls? Why would you do that? You know, you're, you're a predator. You're a stealthy hunter. Why why'd you flap around going, whoo? There's a flapping about an owl coming. Owl coming. Why why give people the heads up? <laughs> owl coming. Oh, I sound like a mad person now, and I bet the people who's Airbnb this is can hear me and they're thinking, oh god, what have we let in? Okay, well I'm gonna have to figure out how to do this and where to go and how to get this podcast to you. <laughs> this is really, really mad. So a lot to be said for pre-records. Ah, but you'd lose this, this magical intimacy of coming on the journey with me. Uh, I'd be quite happy if this was like the last artifact of my life. I mean, it is creepy. I mean, it's not creepy, it's kind of... You know, the trees are a bit weird. And what the hell was that noise? Okay, paranoia is definitely setting in. This is a very dark lane. (laughs) Shut up, you're talking because you're nervous. I've learned something about myself, which is that uh, 
the idyll of rural isolation. It's probably not for me. I think I'm going to go for a town. And now the torch is switched off. Oh, God. Not today, thank you, with Jake Yap. Well, yes, indeed. Hello, and welcome to the wilds of Wales, and welcome to more Not Today, Thank You, on the road. Currently in a very cosy cottage, and do you know what? I'm going to chuck another few CDs on the fire. Ah, physical media is dead, guys. Get over it. And ah, settle in. And uh, no, I'm afraid I, I didn't get up. At 5.45 this morning, uh, as far as you're concerned, it, this is last night. Uh, but how nice not to be doing that thing. Uh, you know when you first wake up and your brain can't do direct speech. It has to sort of pre-compile the sentence before you say it. So you lie there and there's and you've sort of got a slight lock with your... So, so I want to say something like, uh, are you coming downstairs? Are you, you want to come downstairs? And you go, and your brain's compiling. I'll be down there in a minute. And that's all you can manage. It's quite nice not to be doing that. Uh, in the meantime, though, why don't we cut back to me uh, trudging around outside uh, for the first sketch of today? I found some internet. Turns out there was some internet in the house. It's not the best internet, but my God, it's internet. Uh, so why, as you can hear, am I trudging back down the lane? Uh, it's very simple. I'm about to record my next sketch and uh, we sort of felt it was probably best to make sure that in an extremely quiet and still valley where sound carries, I suspect, quite a long way, it's probably best not to do it with an earshot of the people who own the uh, little cottage that we're staying in. So now I'm walking down the road literally to record the next sketch. In fact, I might as well just go straight into it. I'm going to go into it now. <clears throat> well, it's time now on BBC Two for Gardener's World. Too many broken hearts in the world. There's too many hearts have been broken into. Hello. I've got a lovely garden and a lovely dog. And lovely clothes, like a French painter's. It would be rather lovely, wouldn't it, to spend a lovely afternoon with me? Perhaps having a lovely picnic. Lovely bottle of wine. Some lovely tomatoes from my garden. And then I could gently slide in my lovely chap. Nice and smooth. There. Someone else who's not as smooth as me is the one who looks like the bloke who does Lenny Beige, Joe Swift. He's been looking at a futuristic garden in Switzerland or something. This is absolutely fantastic garden. I love the flower beds made out of AAA batteries and these amazing flowers made out of tinfoil and a really space-age touch. Joe Swift. Also this week, Carol Klein's been somewhere, because I'm not doing it. I haven't left this garden in eight years now, apart from Radio Times Christmas parties. So she's gone to Scotland or Devon or something. I don't care. 
for me, there's no plant that compares with whatever plant it is we're covering this week, and this is it. Madeponium pretentiensis. Let me talk to some sexless wonder who's devoted his entire adult life to growing this glorious plant and also trying to clear his CRB. And is it just me, but if you met me at a party, do you think I'd probably slosh my wine about and laugh a bit too long if I was talking to you like this? <laughs> Next week, my favourite plant again. Thanks, Roz. I know her name's Carol, but she looks like a Roz, doesn't she? Here are some jobs that you can be getting on with this weekend, set to the music of Glenn Miller. <laughs> Now, soil degradation is in the news this week. Estimates for how many years of harvest remain range from 30 to 80, and ironically, the best way to counter soil degradation is to do something to it that in any other context would be considered degrading. And so here I am in my rhubarb patch. Big boy. No. <laughs> And replenishing the soil. And this is something you can get the whole family to do. Even the silly old dog. Just remember, if you eat the rhubarb, you'll probably go blind. Oops. Too late. Bye-bye. Too many broken hearts in the world. Too many hearts have been broken into. Literally trudging back up the hill now. <laughs> Is this the week I lose it? I thought I'd get to 50 shows at least. Come on. I can see Orion up there. I can. Who cares? Well. Oh, you hear that wind? Bye-bye. <laughs>
Uh, do you know how much it would cost to make a rail link from Ireland to mainland Britain? It would cost 20 billion. So you could do four of those. All right. And then even if on the train you have to travel twice the distance as flying as the crow flies, it's still better. Uh, so you're welcome. You're welcome, uh, government. Happy to set that policy for you. Anyway, here's Snoop Dogg uh, urging you to buy his hot dogs, which he did actually launch a few years ago. No, really. The rumors are not wrong. My hot dogs are foot long. This is your favorite venture capitalist, the one and only Snoop Dogg. Now, usually when I start rapping all about my hot dog, it's a metaphor, and I'm talking about my wiener. But this time, my wiener ain't my wiener. It's a wiener. It's a hot dog. It's a hot dog. It's a mouthful of Snoop Dogg. It's a mouthful of Snoop Dogg. Diversifying my business has always been my wildest dream. Ever since Paul Newman brought out his own brand of salad cream. Terrence Stamps pasta, grills by George Foreman, and pickled onions made by... And why not? Barry Norman. So for this new venture, I am going the whole hog. I use every pop when I'm filling up my hot dog. Eyes, brains, balls, lips, bladder, teeth, tongue. Ears, nose, pancreas, private parts, lung. Matured for 30 days, my pork's extremely well hung. It's a hot dog. Hope y'all like Russ. It's a mouthful of Snoop I'm so late to the party, but uh, the bungus bob for a big Ben Bong, thankfully, didn't really turn into anything. Uh, it's a curious notion, that's the idea of uh, giving the government money in order to decide policy. Uh, I can't imagine uh, companies like JCB or any of those construction companies doing anything like that can you uh, anyway it turned out to be absolute nonsense uh, mark francois apparently offered to uh, climb up the tower himself with a mallet uh, and said oh, well i'll bong it which i find so pathetic uh, but i'm loving the hands-on can-do approach of the brexiteers you what's that having problems with establishing a customs mechanism for northern ireland it's not a problem i just got there with a mallet sort it out a government of blunt instruments. Uh, with Donald Trump uh, having now been served with the articles for impeachment uh, and the Chief Justice John Roberts and the Senate has been sworn in. Uh, that happened yesterday. Uh, and also the articles of impeachment have been read out on the Senate floor. Uh, the trial doesn't set off uh, kick off until Tuesday. Um, but with that in mind, I thought I'd give you my best popcorn recipe. So in one pan, uh, a big, really big pan, uh, you need just a thin coating of vegetable oil or sunflower oil on the bottom and the highest heat you've got. And then you want to put like a layer of popcorn uh, kernels on that. So ju just enough to fill the bottom and make sure it's all covered uh, with a, a little coating of oil and put, put the lid on, obviously. Now, the trick is don't shake it. Everyone always thinks you have to shake it. You don't have to shake it. Uh, it will just... Because all the popcorn jumps. You don't have to shake it. So while that's doing... And the minute it drops down, you know, to a certain... But just turn the heat off because it will still keep popping for a bit. Anyway, in another pan, you want, I would say, maybe three tablespoons of sugar and maybe one tablespoonful of marge and just warm them up. And if you want, you could add some cinnamon uh, and... Uh, let them all kind of melt and bubble together. Now, once your popcorn's done, put it in a really big bowl and like a bowl that's bigger. You might even have to split the batch uh, because then you're going to get this scaldingly hot 
uh, margarine sugary kind of toffee-ish thing that's happening and drip it over the popcorn uh, but stir it vigorously because it hardens off really quickly and then that's it that's your perfect accompaniment to Tuesday's impeachment viewing Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Anyway, let's move on to the correspondence. And, Jem, this is an outstanding uh, email. I, I don't. I don't necessarily mean it's that brilliant. I'm kidding. Jem's uh, a very old friend of the show. Uh, I simply mean I haven't got to it, and he sent it on the twelfth. Uh, but we were talking about his driving skills. Uh, he says, following my admission on Thursday, whatever that is, doesn't mean anything, of an application to unlimited participation in a competition TV show, So You Want to Be an F1 Driver. Uh, you asked uh, whether I'm a good driver or not. Uh, this is a very difficult question to answer objectively, and I suppose it depends on your definition of good. Uh, I'd probably split it into road driving and track driving. Uh, on the road, I think it's fair to say that my most regular adult passenger, the current Mrs. Barnard, feels that I lack finesse. <laughs> it's generally there. <laughs> and would point to the fact that I've reversed every car I've owned, although I'm only on to number five, if you include the first car I borrowed from my dad, into stationary objects. Well, better that. Uh, one of which was my mum's house. That's amazing. Uh, he says, uh, I'm hoping my new electric MG ZS EV. Oh, oh yeah, the uh, ZS EV, uh, yes, with its reversing camera, won't suffer the same fate. But given my last two cars had parking sensors, I'm not going to take any bets. Jem, how are you achieving this? This is astonishing. He says, my children, having said that, I've backed my bongo into many a bollard. I don't need that sound, sound like Boris Johnson now. Back, back, a, back a bongo into a bollard for Brexit. My children seem to enjoy my driving. I, yeah, it's fun. Flair driving. There's a lot to be said for that. Especially when I make my car do, quote, car dancing, which essentially involves wobbling the car in a straight line in time to whatever's playing on the radio. Gem, you can't do that. That's how quite fun. You can't do that. 
As best of my knowledge, I've only made one of them physically sick in the car, although that did happen on several occasions. Sorry, Thomas, I did that. I did, it was the worst feeling in the world. Was I uh, was driving into Edinburgh to do my show, and I was so het up about getting there on time. I drove really fast, and I made, made my little boy throw up, and it, it was not a good feeling. I felt like my ego just made my child vomit. Anyway... Jem says, my track driving has been limited to go-karting, which I enjoy very much, uh, but I've never really managed to afford more than once every couple of years. What does it cost? My most prolific period was at university, as the Athletics Union paid for it, where I found myself a founding member of the Southampton University karting team. Sucked, for short. And perhaps unsurprisingly, mostly responsible for calling it that. I think they've since rebranded to the more sober University of Southampton karting team. Asked, well, that's not as good at all, is it? He says we were moderately successful in the then-titled Inter-University Karting Championship. The Yuk finishing third in one of the years. Our favourite competitors were the organisers, Cardiff University Motorsports. <laughs> really? Is that the acronym? And the brilliantly reverse-engineered Kingston Organised Karting Squad. Oh, come on, that's a bit laboured. My fondest memories of this time largely revolve around my super-fast mate Nick's regular bouts of foot-in-mouth, which generally involves an offhand quip inadvertently maligning some poor nearby soul, most notably on a very specific occasion, a Mr. O'Neans. I'm losing you. And then there was the time in a London-based kart track where one of the wheels fell off our go-kart. Oh, wow. Fortunately, no injuries were sustained, but a rather awkward, slow and bumpy return to the pits ensued. The subject of injuries reminds me that I was going to write more of my Portishead Soapbox 2018 escapade, during which time all four wheels remained on the cart, but I feel as though I need more of a run-up at that, so maybe later this week. Suffice to say, though, that my go-karting drought now looks set to continue ad infinitum, as Rachel feels I should stay away from racing machines of any variety. Much love to you and the other listener, Gem of Portishead, the town, not the band. <laughs> Oh, uh, Jem, thank you for that. But I think I think you need to you need to give us the payoff. We need to hear about the crash. Would you tell us about the crash? Come on. We all wanna know. Okay, let's move on to Hebden Bridge. Uh because that's where I was earlier today. Now I'm in the wilds of Wales. I get, I'm getting about... Matt says, uh, good greetings, Jake. Good, 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 fully fulsomeness to you. Here's something. I once walked through Hebden Bridge with a broken leg. <laughs> Whose was it? In fact, I walked from Mankin Holes. Sick. Through Hebden Bridge. What's Mankin Holes? What's that supposed to be? Anyway, through Hebden Bridge, up Howden Moor, on all the way to Malham Tarn, with a broken leg. Shall I tell you why? It's because I'm an idiot who didn't realise that the thing was smarting more... It's because I'm an idiot who didn't realise that the thing that was smarting more than somewhat was a broken leg. Hmm. My, my, my dad did something a bit like that once. I broke it whilst going for a lasagna and chips the night before when I arrived at Mankenhall's YHA. I'll not be doing that again, I can tell you. This is the sort of idiocy you have to deal with on a daily basis, Jake, I know, but I type what I type. Dig? I hope you're enjoying it up there. Thank you. I was. It was 
really beautiful and uh, very, very lovely. But we still have... But we still have the cartoon Where Are They Nows coming in. Uh, this has been my favourite thing that we've done ever, I think. And James has emailed. Hello, James. Uh, he says, I've got some good news to report on the cartoon front, which is great news. A booby bear from the Hair Bear Bunch launched a successful range of hair care products in the late 80s. Gosh, yes, I remember. Jumping on the organic bandwagon at an early stage, he was a pioneer in the use of Nat's urine as an alternative to bleach. He sold the business to Unilever in 1998 for $35 million. He's happily married with four cubs. Oh, that's great news. And great news for Unilever, which... Uh, Pingu became a voiceover artist and moved to Hollywood during the early 80s to work on a countless number of films. With the fame and fortunes also came a battle with drugs. But he overcame this and became a voice coach. His clients include Keanu Reeves and Piers Brosnan. That's great. I've always thought that Pingu's dad was voiced by Shaggy or possibly vice versa. They've got that same kind of... You know what I mean? Anyway, Mr. Lover Lover. Anyway, Super Ted tired of the limelight and was one of the original successful investors behind the Build-A-Bear franchise scheme. Died peacefully in his sleep at the age of 74 after a short illness. I'm presuming was then immediately stuffed and handed to a five-year-old at an overpriced party. Banana Man was successfully sued for copyright infringement in 2004 by the Fife Banana Corporation. The Fife. <laughs> Who claimed his distinctive yellow and blue costume. Oh, yeah, you're right. And association with bananas. Yeah, was in clear breach of their own trademark. Banana Man was declared bankrupt and was stripped of his uniform. He attempted a comeback with a new green and taupe costume, but this failed miserably and he was turned away for work by every TV channel. He took his life in 2007 by jumping in front of a train. 27 people died in the carnage and over 300 were left with serious injuries. Good Lord, James. I mean, you made this up. <laughs> it's dark. Why can't you just said, you know, he, uh, he, he took his life by jumping in front of a train, turned into a fabulous smoothie. Uh, nourishing all the passengers on board. Dog Tanyan was imprisoned for the murder of his wife in Phoenix, Arizona, in late 1987. I read about this. He spent 13... Vice, I think, did something on it. He spent 13 years on death row, pleading his innocence, before finally being served with a lethal injection on the 7th of June, 1990. Five years later, his son had the case reopened and an official pardon issued when he proved that his mother, Dog Tanyan's wife, was still alive and well. It's not understood how the jurors in the original trial reached their verdict, given that Dog Tanyan's wife was a key witness in the courtroom. Unbelievable. As always, uh, Jimmy, thank you very much indeed for that. Uh, as I move on to your tweets, I should uh, probably apologise for yesterday's ASMR offering uh didn't didn't go down a storm with most of you especially the people with misophonia uh, and i do want to apologize uh, to lee because uh, the cat didn't enjoy the asmr podcast sorry about that <laughs> i didn't know what else to do uh right just time to tell you uh, that pablo bonzo 
on Twitter uh, has sad news about the Raggy Dolls. They're still on an NHS waiting list to have their knobbly knees and their fingers uh, being all thumbs uh, fixed, apart from Sad Sack, who did it on the private. He got a gastric band fitted and now presents Good Morning Britain on ITV. Very good. Thank you very much for those. And we're going to leave it there for today. Uh, I will put out a question on Twitter. It's at NotTodayPod, if you don't follow it already. Uh, it would be lovely if you would. Uh, sorry, it's been a bit of an odd week, uh, but I have been very much all over the place. Uh, if you if you just trace it on a map, it's, it's, it's been a pretty wild one. Uh, but normal service resumed on Monday morning. Proper sketches and uh, me in my studio, where I belong. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful weekend, and thanks for your company this week. See you next week. Take care. Bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.